0: Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is how to find like minds. How to find like minds. What does that mean? means if you are familiar or if you're unfamiliar with the idea of like-minded individuals. This is a concept that I first heard about from Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. And this idea is incredibly powerful and important. And I've talked a little bit about this before on some of the other podcast episodes. Today, we're going to go into it for the idea of, and it relates to masterminds, to the mastermind group, if you've ever heard of that concept. And what happens when we find and connect with people of like mind and now that i think about it i know i've done episodes on this because i've talked about how we just different examples so one uh that pops in mind is in the bible it says something about like and i'm i know i'm gonna butcher it but it says something to the effect of jesus is saying like hey whenever two or more people connect and come together in my name then I too shall be there and uh, if you're new to the show this is certainly not a um, propaganda for any kind of religious philosophy okay so we'll start with that Uh, other ideas around this are if you are in real estate if you have any kind of uh, real estate knowledge there is this phrase or term, the meeting of the minds. Have you come to a meeting of the minds? When we're talking about negotiations, we're trying to sell a house and we want to make sure that everybody's on the same page, everybody agrees, we have a meeting of the minds. So that is another idea around this. And today what I want to talk about with it specifically is how we can find groups of people that share common beliefs. And Probably a lot of us do this automatically or naturally. You know, if you're part of a church, if you're part of a club, a chess club, okay, and you're coming together because you love chess, right? If you are um, into sports, maybe you play football and you get together and play football with your friends or maybe you enjoy watching sports and so you get together with people and watch sports, play fantasy football or whatever, that kind of idea, right? So the idea of coming together for a common purpose is nothing new right and so what I want to focus in on today is this idea of being conscious of, uh, conscientiously choosing a group of people who are like-minded for a specific purpose so I've been a part of um, some masterminds various people's masterminds one uh i think the first one maybe where i paid to be a part of it was um through a friend tour mentor friend of mine named henry evans really sharp guy really down to earth nice awesome individual and he has a business get clear marketing and so i was a member of his actually back when he was calling it the hour a day entrepreneur that's his uh claim to fame and one of his books and with the hour a day entrepreneur he had a mastermind group that i got to be a part of business owners in different industries coming together for the common purpose of connecting and talking about our businesses and be able to offer insights and learn and grow together our businesses and our personal lives i'd say too and it was very powerful very yeah, it was great. I loved it. I loved it. It was one thing that I liked was, you know, so th- there was the big monthly meetings, and that would be anywhere from you know fifty to one hundred people, depending on number of factors, and uh, but it's generally a big group, seventy five on average, I'd say. And is very cool. You know, we had we learned a lot. It was very entertaining. He had some cool things going on during that meeting. I loved it. And then in addition to that was the monthly uh mastermind or maybe i think we did it every other month i can't quite recall how often and that was with a much smaller group there was six to eight of us and that was very cool that was something i really enjoyed because it was quieter less people to interact with which you know as pros cons it's great to have a bigger group of people to get to know and hang out with and be peers with and that kind of stuff Uh, and then it's also kind of nice to get down into some smaller more intimate I, I, yeah i guess intimate groups where you can get to learn more get to go deeper right like with a big group of 100 people you get to know a lot of people which is awesome and then generally i think for most of us we probably connect with like some people more than others just naturally and um you know maybe we do business together maybe we don't but maybe we're just uh you know colleagues and all that good stuff with the mastermind group it's kind of a chance to connect more and uh, learn more about each other's businesses, learn more about what our goals are, and to give more specific support as you get to know people in the group better and better. And so that was something that I really enjoyed was connecting with people. We're all there for the same reason. We're all very serious about what we're doing. And not to say we didn't have fun. Of course, we had fun, you know. And, uh, And a couple of the big things that that I think are important to mention around this Um, one was again that it did cost money and it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a huge, huge amount, but it was definitely a sizable chunk. Like it wasn't an easy payment for me personally. Like I had to, you know, it was an investment and I saw it as that like, Hey, I'm investing in myself. I'm investing in my business and in our future for my family. And I felt that is very important. And I think there's, it's important to point that out because, there's a lot of people that would love to have that opportunity, right? Like, Oh, some closer one-on-one, not one-on-one time, but kind of almost one-on-one time with Henry. And then, uh, you know, get a meet with other high level business people and talk about her business. That's a, a neat thing. A lot of people would want to do. It's not in the budget for everybody. Right. And even for folks who maybe they could budget it or leverage it if they wanted to, maybe they just didn't feel the need to, or desire. They didn't want it bad enough. Um, maybe they didn't see the value, maybe they felt it was overpriced, maybe they felt um, like they weren't there in their business yet. Whatever reason, the barrier to entry of having a fee, for one, obviously it's got to be worth Henry's time to put the thing on and to coordinate it and take time out of his day to run it. And then in addition to that, it weeds out folks who are not yet at that level or don't want to be at that level or don't... um, you know, don't see the value, right? I guess it's kind of the point. And so what that does is it brings the people who do see the value and do stretch themselves to make it or who it is easy to pay for or whatever. It kind of like brings us together. And that is very important. I talked about in another episode, I've talked about in a couple episodes I think about this concept of skin in the game and people, and this is again, just my own personal opinion. Um, that there, that that's a dividing line, you know, that's the line in the sand for a lot of us, it's like, okay, and, and this concept of entrepreneurship, right, um, very highly promoted this day and age, I think, it's very popular to become an entrepreneur, like, hey, what are you going to do when you grow up, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, okay, uh, what are you, are you going to go to college, no, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, or, Oh, I'm going to go to an entrepreneurship college, it's like, okay, well, that's, A relatively new thing, I think, where it's been promoted as like a career path. And with this idea comes, you know, a lot of things that are are many folks in our culture here in the West are not brought up around for the most part, by and large. You know, if you're a product of mainstream American society and mainstream American culture, the the main path is you grow up, you go to school, you go to college, get a job. And you work that job till you die. Maybe you could retire. Um, That's kind of the mainstream approach to it right now, I'd say. And then there's kind of this other approach, this idea that is promoted that I don't necessarily believe entirely is like, hey, you go to school and then you kind of drop out. (laughs) You don't go to college. You become an entrepreneur and you work a few years hard and then you're rich and you get to live like nobody else. And, you know, I'm quoting memes I see on Instagram like "Live, you know, work, entrepreneur is somebody who works hard for a few years to do the things that other people wish they could do." Um, and that's true, kinda, but it's it's a little bit more than that. Anybody who's really an entrepreneur, from my again, yes, my own personal experience, feel free to disagree, uh, is gonna say, yeah, that's like only a kind of part of the story. The real stories, you—it's in you, and you have to do it. And it's not just a few years; it's probably going to be many, many years. And you probably won't make nearly as much money um, as you thought—at least not at the beginning. And you'll be pumping lots of money into it, maybe in some cases, for years and years and years before it really starts to pay off. So, the—the the reason I—I'm kind of hitting this particular. of it is because of these because it's still like even those quotes are very much this idea that it's fast and easy like oh just a few years you just work harder than everybody else for a few years and then boom you're you can live like nobody else it's like yeah that's that's still this very like easy button approach or thought around it perspective on it whereas I think most entrepreneurs if you shoot, just listen to my show, when I uh, listen to the interviews I do with people, and most of them will tell you, have been doing this for many, many years, been working my butt off, and, you know, taking lots of lumps along the way, and it's not easy, and that's the part I really like to share, share on my show, why, because, oops, going on here, sorry, I'm just uh, blinking, using my blinker responsibly. Blinking to the left or to the right, I'm trying to, sorry, I digress. So, um, and I'm driving, in case you're new to the show, I'm driving. So uh, I'm using hands-free, I'm safe, it's legal, and I'll do my public service announcement. Please use your blinker responsibly to notify people what you're planning on doing on the road. It creates flow for your fellow drivers and yourself. That is all. All right, so... Like minds, when we come together for a like purpose and we invest, then we are joining a group of people that see the same value or similar values as us. And that's important because it weeds out the people who are the haters for the most part. You know, still some haters are going to creep in there sometimes. But it weeds people out that, you know, aren't, aren't as serious. You know, that's one thing I've noticed. And so I was in this other mastermind group and it was for artists who were, you know, wanting to take their music and their, um, show or their talent to the next level. And it, this one was an even more expensive mastermind. And I really had to, um, had to, uh, step it up to invest in this one, but I really felt called to do it. felt like I really wanted to make it happen and be a part of this group. And so I did. And, uh, You know, there's other people who I'm sure wanted to be a part of it, but it was a a pretty high price tag, I think, for most people. And it weeded a lot of people out. Not that they would have been not a good fit or not that they would have been um, negative or anything like that. It just, it also says something about the level of, I think, dedication or willingness to sacrifice maybe or to uh, invest in yourself. And so, on the one hand, it's like, okay, well, you know, I don't want to put somebody down that wasn't able to for financial reasons, you know, right? That's certainly not the idea. And yet, there are, them, but then maybe they're also not at that level. They're, they're not, right? If they can't financially do it, they haven't figured out that piece of it. And that, that is a piece of it for for some things, for a lot of things, right? It's like, okay, I want to be a part of this group. I want to get the value. And yet, I don't have my finances or I'm not in a place financially to make it happen. Okay. Well, yeah, it is what it is, I guess. Right. And so, um, yeah, I just think that when I've had experiences where people have been, you know, seen me joining a mastermind or whatnot and said to me things like, Oh, you know, I want to do it, but, uh, it's just too much money. It's like, okay, cool. Well, like I get it. I respect your position. Um, and, uh, you know, then maybe they might ask for, um, you know, like the notes or like, hey, well, you know, tell me what you guys talked about. And it's like, yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. You know, if if you were and it's not to be jerky or elitist, it's just like if you if you don't see the value, then, or or you can't, you're not there yet, then you're not there yet. It's not, you know, necessarily something for me to be trying to share this with you, because it's not going to make sense in a way, you know, it's like, if this was right for you, and you were a fit, then you'd be here, if that makes sense. So it's, it's kind of a fine line, you know, talking about it, the way I'm trying to break this down and share my opinion, right? Because it's like, I'm not trying to be judgmental. I'm not trying to put anybody down. I'm just trying to point out when, um, uh, trying to point out the way that, you know, where that line is for some of us, the people that I know that have stepped up and done these things. And then the people that sat back and said, "No, maybe next year, maybe next time and now I don't see the value. Now I can do it. And then in my, in my experience, those people are generally kind of in the same place the next year and the year after that. You know, it's like they never quite take that leap. And I guess here's part of it. It's a leap for some of us, right? Like for me, both times it was a leap. It was growing. It was scary. I didn't have the money. I was putting, and I'm not encouraging you to do this by any means, uh, but this is part of the entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurs, and this I do believe, uh, entrepreneurs are putting their money where their mouth is, right? They're investing in themselves, um, sometimes leveraging debt to do it. And that is uh, a, an earmark of being an entrepreneur, right? You're putting your own money in. And that is the part that I think a lot of people don't really get. And I guess that's why this conversation kind of took this turn, because it's easy to say like, oh, yeah, I would do that, or, oh, yeah, so-and-so when when people are paying for you. So uh, one thing that kind of comes to mind is, um, for those of you new to the show, again, I'm a uh, full-time internet marketing consultant. So I teach – I work with um, – work with new business owners all day every day and one of the things that i find interesting is you know sometimes we get fairly young people coming through the program and our, our program is not you know cheap it's a, it's an investment it's a real investment in yourself in your education in your financial future um, and i'm talking 25 to fifty thousand bucks to get in right uh, it's basically a college tuition for a lot of people and sometimes we get young people and they're actually doing this instead of college which I totally respect and appreciate, and I think that's awesome. Where it gets tricky, though, is that it's a business. We're teaching people how to start a business, an investing business, and that is different than teaching people how to get a degree. It's different than school. Okay, With school, you're learning how to take tests. You're learning information that you get tested on, and you do the test, and then you're done, you get your degree, and you go do something – Possibly completely unrelated to what you've been studying for the last 12 years, four years, six years, whatever, however, whatever school level you're at, right? And so when they come into a, a program like ours where we're teaching like, okay, here's the stuff you're learning, now go do it out in the real world. The, there's a lot of people that just never do it. They just never do for whatever reason. Life happens, you know, they fall in hard times, they get challenged, they quit, um, they get burnt out, they get scared. They get overwhelmed. They run out of money. All these things happen to people while they're building a business. And there's a lot of people that, and this is kind of more of a generalization um, observation, but in in my experience with the folks that have been younger that have kind of been the uh, skipping college to do this entrepreneur thing, I haven't seen any of them really make it. Uh, Maybe a couple. Maybe a couple, Now I think about it, but... um, by and large, the trend has been like they started off really strong and gun ho and then kind of fade out like when they get to the part of the actual going out into the world and doing the work because that part isn't super glamorous. It's not like, hey, I'm on uh, Instagram and sh- showing off all my – well, for some of them it is, but in order to get there, it takes a heck of a lot of hustle and work, and um, not everybody's equipped for that. Because we live in a again in a world where it's like easy to post something on Instagram and be famous, but to actually do the work to, to build something like a an actual business that makes money and does these things, that isn't inst instant. <laughs> it takes time and stick to it. And in the gener in and I'm not blaming this on any particular generation, I'm really not. Um it's just a matter of if we're not investing our own money in it. Do do we then, is it easier to quit? And I think it is. I think if we're getting that money from somewhere else, we borrowed it or leveraged it, sometimes it is easier to just be like, ah, you know, didn't work out. I'm out of here. I'm going to quit. I'll just find something else that's easier to do. So all of that, all of that conversation, finding a like mind, investing in yourself, stepping it up, Being around people who have similar goals is incredibly powerful, right? Working together, holding each other accountable, these things are, I think, proven throughout time to be of high value. And so I'm going to encourage you, if you don't have, or maybe you have groups, it doesn't matter if you have some or not, or if you're looking for another one, I'm really excited. I've been talking a lot in the last few episodes, and I've been working this morning, actually, um, on getting this membership site di- di- dialed in for people that want to connect with other people who are of like mind and do self-improvement type books and audio programs and talk about them and share and grow together then go to findyourflow.com forward slash member and check it out check it out I think it'll be super fun and it is uh it's a huge savings if, you're buying anything from the shop, it's a big massive savings on that stuff because I want to encourage you to hang out and be part of the community and book club it up with us. So that's, uh, that's the pitch at the end. Hopefully there is value before that, but um, that's kind of the idea and that's my experience being in different masterminds and seeing the people who do it and the people who don't and it's not to say it's a cure-all, like it makes everything magical and better, but it definitely... It, it definitely builds a strong bond, I'd say, between folks that that step up and do it, and those that don't. And for most, for many of us that have done it, I would say, we be the, the, doing the act of stepping up out of your comfort zone and investing in yourself, and then following through, is that it, that is part of the habit. That is one of the habits of successful people. And so, it's like. If you don't do it, then you're holding yourself back in a sense possibly, right? Because you're like, oh, I'm not ready for it. Okay, great. You're not ready for it. Uh, I don't have the money for it. Okay, great. You don't have the money for it. Um, Whereas somebody who maybe actually doesn't have the money for it but figures out how they say, hey, I'm going to join this group. I see value here. I'm going to join this mastermind and I'm going to, you know, borrow the money or I'm going to leverage the money or whatever, Um, you know, sometimes those people make it happen. And then I know that that just completely contradicts what I was saying about the people who borrow money, but I, yeah, it's a dichotomy, man. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I see it both ways. I see it both ways. What is it for you? What is it for you, right? Um, you got to have skin in the game. I, I truly believe that. And you got to be able to hold yourself accountable and have people hold you accountable, too. <sighs> All right. Now that I've come full circle. Join join groups that have similar goals. There's a lot of crazy stuff going out in the world, right? I read some crazy thing just uh, about one of a, a guy I trained jujitsu with, who posted something. I guess that's probably where this is all coming from, about just like race and stuff. And it's like, gosh darn it, isn't this? It's like, and he, you know, he's uh, pointing out, he's like, hey, I'm you know black, and uh you know when we're telling you guys, like basically us white folk, um, that this stuff happens more than you think like believe us. And it's like gosh darn it, I hate to hear that. You know, it's easy for me to sit here being white and not having, you know, not seeing it as much as somebody else would see it, right? And and thinking like, oh, it's being blown out of proportion or oh, and you know, there's a part of me that knows it's probably not, but just wishing that was the case, right? Cuz it's like why are people so freaking stupid sometimes, right? And um what can I do about it? What can I what can I do about it sitting here by myself? you know, going to work, sitting in a cube, um, you know, I talk to people, but these people, by and large, as far as I know, are not racist, you know, so how am I going to, I'm not going to preach the choir there, and then it occurred to me, it's like, well, wait a minute, I do have a podcast, people do actually listen to it, and again, hopefully, probably none of my listeners are racist, but um, it gives me the opportunity to connect with like minds, right, yeah, that's where I was going with this whole thing, I didn't even know this, friends, see, I just go with it long enough until it just hits on something awesome. So thanks for sticking with me, friend. Okay, like minds, right? Um, We connect, and we don't have to be physically in a place anymore, right? That's the beauty of the Internet. We can do it virtually, and we can do it in a way that still has real-world effects. That's part of the power of this whole thing is understanding that, hey, you and I may be clear across the globe from each other, but if we connect on a mental level, on a spiritual level, then we can have real impact in our physical reality, and we can impact not just our lives, but the people around us and their lives, and that's how we change the world, one mind at a time. So I'm asking you, I'm virtually begging you to join this group because if you get it and you believe any part of this or at least you're open-minded enough to test it for yourself then i really badly want you to be a part of this book club so that we can connect and build our vibration stronger because it becomes exponential if we can align our minds and our spirits and our intentions that was it yeah friend all right so Once again, I'm going to encourage you to go to findyourflow.com forward slash member and join the book club so we can just freaking make this happen and do awesome things. Yes, and until next time, my friend, be flowing.